Welcome to the Empowered Women Rise podcast with me, your host, Lucy Bennett. Welcome to a slightly different episode of Empowered Women Rise today. It's me, Lucy Bennett, all alone, and I wanted to talk to you about something that is so important and for me has been really the root of stepping out of my limitations and into success in both of my businesses um, at different levels. So for me, it has been a gradual transformation. Now today, the subject is boundaries. So first of all, I want to talk to you about why these boundaries should be love at the root. So how do we hold them within their honor and truly through them show ourselves respect and hold ourselves within the power that we deserve. So let's first of all just look at what boundaries offer us. So what do they give us? So they help us to establish healthy relationships with people. They set the rules of engagement of a relationship so that both parties know exactly where they stand. They help us to protect our energy so that we don't burn ourselves out by overgiving to others. They allow us to manage our time better so we don't have to be running from pillar to post, exhausting ourselves, and so that we have more free time to follow our own dreams and desires. They call for respect in a relationship. They allow you to honor your own space, time, and energy. They allow you also to avoid feelings of resentment, anger and bitterness. When we have boundaries in place, we have respect in a relationship and that respect flows both ways. So we avoid those situations that make relationships difficult. Boundaries help us to create healthier relationships that can have longevity and are more enjoyable They're essential for a healthy life because healthy boundaries means less stress. Healthy boundaries allows us to care for ourselves. It allows us to give us permission to be able to say no to things that aren't in alignment for us or don't work for us. Boundaries allow us to be discerning about what we take on so that we can stay aligned to our energy and if you're into human design, to our energy type. Boundaries allow us to understand what is okay and what is not okay for us. Unclear boundaries can affect our sense of self-esteem, self-worth and our overall personal and interpersonal comfort level. Clear boundaries allow us to remain connected to our own values and what matters to us. Communicating boundaries shows respect for a relationship. A relationship without boundaries hasn't had the rules of engagement established and is lacking in the structure that a relationship really needs and deserves. Healthy boundaries help to protect our personal space 
our physical space and our emotional space from intrusiveness from others. Healthy boundaries allow us to be assertive. They allow us to say yes or no. And that can be absolutely okay. So recognizing that our boundaries and our needs are different than other people's is so important. And finally, our healthy boundaries empower us to make healthy choices in our relationships and our life. They help us take responsibility for ourselves. So it's so important to remember that boundaries are a normal part of life. They are a normal part of relationships. But if you have experienced um, complicated relationships whilst growing up, if you've experienced trauma, if you perhaps come from a home, a broken home, very much like I did, then the boundaries are much harder to establish. So my first experience of my boundaries being kind of violated, I suppose, was about two years old. So very, very young. I remember this moment where um, my dad was hurt. And I remember being two and thinking, my only worry here is him. I have to look after him. I have to take care of him. I have to make sure that he is okay. And I was two years old. And that behavior was really the beginning for me of a lifetime, literally a lifetime of fawning, of overgiving, of self-sacrifice, of really, really putting every other person in my life before me. What also didn't help was that through the breakup of my parents, my mum was very um, unstable, let's say. (laughs) I was trying to think of a nice way to put it, but I actually couldn't. Poor thing. Poor thing. She was a very, um, she was a very damaged woman and she had a lot of pain in her life. She passed when she was only 44. And um, through the years that we had together, I died, she died when I was 24. So through those years, she really did live her life um, acting out of a true lack of responsibility. So as a child, I felt this need to be the protector this need to always be the one taking responsibility for her. And this reinforced even further my response to overgiving. On another level, I would visit my grandparents at the weekends and would be so thankful that we got to go to this beautiful house that was very normal, very clean, and everything there that went on seemed okay, whereas our house was full of parties and craziness and lots of young people around the whole time, you know, mum always having fun. Um, So the grandparents, I was so thankful to be in this place. And because of that, I would be trying to please them all the time so that they would have me back. I would want them to love me, to like me. So I would always be overgiving or overdoing for them to the extent that from about the age of seven, my grandma had me cleaning her silver for her or doing her gardening, like literally working for her free of charge. 
So I'm painting a really dark picture of my family here. And um, yeah, I don't believe they were that bad. They weren't perfect, but not many families are. Anyway, just giving you a few examples of how my overgiving manifested as a child. Unfortunately, as I grew into adulthood, this continued and the overgiving and the self-sacrifice went into every relationship that I had. And actually, in truth, I have found it difficult to maintain relationships. And I think a lot of that has been down to the overgiving, the fawning, the wanting to please the other person so desperately to be loved. Coming into um, relationships from this insecure perspective and also from a space of not loving myself really didn't help the situation. So I'm 47 on Friday this week and in a long-term relationship uh, of 12 years this summer and this relationship's a great relationship but I started this relationship when I'd already started my healing journey and I'd started to step into a place of self-love and self-respect but up until I was 33 I would say the levels of self-love, self-respect, overgiving, self-sacrifice were just extreme in my life that it was it was just a roller coaster so the lack of boundaries it really created chaos in my life not only did it create chaos it created negative and bad experiences so the lack of boundaries it played out and manifested so much difficulty so much struggle and so much pain for me So with that little story intact, you can understand how for me, setting boundaries is a major, major thing. And I see it so much in my clients, potentially not to the extremity that I have experienced in my life, but certainly I see it in my clients where their clients are more important than them, where they put everybody else in their world before themselves. And the key is, is that we have to put ourselves first. We have to fill our cup up first because we have to be healthy, be energized. We have to be able to sustain the challenges that come to us in life. And when we're giving away our energy, when we're leaking our energy all of the time, it's impossible for us to do this. So I'm going to go through a few more points that I made yesterday whilst journaling around this. Um, So remember, when you start to set new boundaries, if others are not used to it, they may push back and test your limits again when you're saying no. So I have seen this with clients when I've had experience of having relationships with clients for three years. um, And this really manifested in my wedding business. So although I'd managed to address the boundaries in my personal life so much, in my wedding business, it was really an issue for me because I had this belief inside of me that clients wouldn't book, clients wouldn't stay, clients wouldn't like me unless I was overgiving. So last year, I really started to push back on this and I saw some big challenges with clients. So they're used to you taking on everything. So when you try to push back, when you try to not take on as much, even if it's written in your contract that that isn't your responsibility, you will still see them push back. But you need to be clear, you need to be consistent. And until they start to adjust their means of engagement in the relationship, you've got to stand firm. 
So setting boundaries is all about giving you the agency and the empowerment to be able to say no. Saying no is only a two-letter word, but it is also a complete sentence. It is your human right to be able to set a boundary and to say no, whether that relates to your body, to your physical body, your mind, your energy, your soul, your work, whatever part of you that may be, it is your right to say no. So I'm going to go through some effective ways that we can set boundaries. So number one, checking in with yourself and establishing what your priorities are, observing what your energy is, checking out what drains your energy. Maybe sit down with your pad and paper and journal on um, the type of work or the type of clients that you find really drains your energy. And then in um, on another page, write down what really brings you draw- joy. Write down and recognize what brings resentment. And start to recognize that every yes you say is a no to something else in your life. Every time you say yes, if it's out of alignment, you're saying no to possibilities. You're saying no to opportunities. You're saying no to a potential that you do not know yet. You're potentially saying no to your success, your abundance and your growth. So when somebody asks something of you, a client, a family member, a sibling, pause before responding. Check in with yourself. Check in with your intuition. So try and establish where in your body you feel your intuition. Start to connect with that on a daily basis. And every time somebody asks something of you, check in with that. Check in with your intuition and see how you're really feeling. Ask yourself, am I really okay with this? Or am I just afraid to let this person down? Or am I just afraid to make this person feel uncomfortable? We become addicted to allowing ourselves to feel uncomfortable so somebody else feels okay. Does that resonate with you? So you need to be direct and don't be afraid to say no. The only way to truly embrace this, the only way to really start stepping into in putting in place these boundaries so that you can really, really claim back your power because this is what it is all about. This is about you claiming back your power, claiming back your energy, claiming back your life force, claiming back what is rightfully yours. So the only way to do that is to start setting boundaries, little steps, saying no, being direct. And if somebody gets angry at you setting a boundary, It is their problem, not yours. And you realize in that moment that potentially and perhaps a relationship with that person isn't safe, isn't right, isn't helpful for you, 
doesn't nurture you. It's so important for you to become so self-aware around these situations, around these boundaries. So when you're being direct and you're saying no, you need to resist the urge to over-explain. You need to give yourself permission to set a boundary without having to justify yourself. This is your body, this is your time, this is your space, this is your energy. You don't need the permission of another to be able to establish a boundary. It is your right as a human being to establish a boundary. Sometimes an explanation might make sense, but in others it might just invite the other person to push back. So be discerning. Discernment is an absolutely most one of the most important key factors in protecting your energy and taking your power back discerning about how you spend your time discerning about how you spend your energy discerning about whether you say yes or no discerning about whether you explain or need to explain or not say yes to the things that nourish you say yes when things feel aligned when they feel spacious, when they feel expansive, say yes. Say no when they feel restrictive, when they ignite fear, when they activate your anxiety, say no. And remember, you do not need to explain yourself. So finally, 10 ways that you can preserve your boundaries. Um, I wanted to keep this nice and short for you so it can really be a bite-sized piece of information that you could listen to, absorb, and maybe listen to a few times to really help you set those boundaries and start protecting yourself and your life and business. So, <clears throat> name your limits. It's really important that you Start to identify what your limits are, what is okay for you, what isn't okay for you. Get familiar with that, get to know it. Understand what your values are, understand what your beliefs are and stick to those. They are so important for you, they are so important for your business. As soon as you step out of alignment, you are putting your health at risk. You're putting your energy at risk, so please, Really, really name your limits and recognize them. Tune in to your feelings and emotions. So when somebody asks something of you, how does it feel? How does it feel inside? What is your intuition telling you? What is your intuition telling you to say? Next, be direct. As I mentioned um, a little while ago, be direct. No is a complete sentence. Give yourself permission to set boundaries and work to preserve them. So if you've set a boundary, don't go back on it, stick to it. Don't start feeling guilty after you've set the boundary and then go back to the person and say, oh, well, actually, the reason I say that is because it resonates with me massively, it's something I've done and I've repetitively done it and every time we do that, we are letting ourselves down. 
We are giving our power away. We're giving our energy away. Practice self-awareness. When we start to practice self-awareness, and we can do this by creating a daily practice of meditation, yoga, dropping down into your heart, tuning into you, tuning into your feelings and emotions, practicing this self-awareness gives you more awareness of your feelings in a moment of how you're responding to something. It helps you tune into your limits, your values, your beliefs, the limitations that you have within yourself of what's right and what's wrong for you. Consider your past and consider your present. Consider how you have acted in the past, how overgiving, how not having boundaries has affected you in a negative way. I can promise you one thing, 100% for sure, and that is lack of boundaries does not do you any favors at all. Overgiving does not win you brownie points. It doesn't make somebody love you more, like you more. It doesn't make them more likely to work with you. If when you set a boundary, that person walks away, that person isn't meant for you. That relationship isn't meant for you. If that person can't live with you with a boundary, then they weren't meant to be in your life, whether that be a client or whether that be a relationship, a loved one, a relationship um, with um, your partner, whatever it may be. Boundaries are vital for your self-protection. Make self-care a priority. The more that we show ourselves love and self-care, self-preservation, um, self-attention, looking after you, the more you develop your self-awareness, the more you develop your self-esteem, your self-respect. It makes you feel better. It makes you more sure of who you are. Taking time out for you to be alone with you, get, getting to know you, it really makes you stronger and it makes you more capable of setting boundaries and you're less likely to be overgiving. If you're really struggling with setting boundaries, then you can seek support from a professional, whether that be a counsellor, psychologist, somebody that can really help deeply with these. Um, myself, I'm a hypnotherapist and have worked with many clients on helping support their boundaries. Um, had a brilliant session with a client um, last year, actually, where her boundaries were so loose with everybody. And it was the root cause of it was her being given too much um, responsibility as a young teen teenager we went back rewrote the story and she really stood up to her family about this uh, high amounts of responsibility that they were giving her and the changes were just phenomenal she really saw the most incredible changes so it really is something that can make a difference and really help you need to be assertive remember to put, set your boundary but stick to your boundary don't allow somebody to persuade you against what your values are and against what you really really want and finally the last point start small start small start today say no push back um, set your boundaries if you've got um, for example calls with clients and your calls keep running over then the best technique is to email them beforehand send them a message saying really looking forward to this week's call 
Um, the call time is one hour. If there are other aspects that we need to discuss, they can be discussed over email. Please come prepared with your um, with your to-do list, with your um, action plan for the call, and we'll work through as much as we can within that hour. You can also repeat that and say it at the start of the session to really establish that boundary. You can also set an alarm so that you have an alarm go off towards the end of the session to really prompt you to be able to get out of that call. It might be that you love what you do so much that you get so engrossed in it that you literally are, are you just don't see the time. I understand how that feels. That's how I feel so much of the time when I'm doing what I do. Um, and then another little tip if your clients are asking you to do things beyond what is within your contract and beyond what your workload is, just push back politely and say, I'm afraid that's outside of um, the, the contract, outside of the services that we deliver. So I do hope that that has been a helpful little chat for you today. Please do come back and listen to the Empowered Women Rise podcast. I will be back again soon with a fantastic guest and can't wait to speak to you all again soon. Thank you for listening.